Happy opening day eve to everybody listening. This is the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here with you on this Wednesday evening. Trevor, like I said, we're a few hours out from opening day happening, even though it's not going to be your typical opening day with all 30 teams playing. There's going to be no Yankees tomorrow and, and a handful of other teams also. But nonetheless, opening day is tomorrow, man. How are we doing? I'm doing good. How about you? All good, man. Opening day, the it's a, it's a holiday, man. It's my favorite day of the year. It should be a holiday. You it really should that. be. I mean, I'm looking back on it. So this is the last year of high school. Since eighth grade, so this is the fifth year in a row now, I'll be taking off opening day. But it's a holiday. I, I give myself the day. Five years in a row. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But um, So this is our third installment of our MLB season preview. We did it three years in a row now. And we've done it the same way every year, so there's no reason to change it. So we'll do standing predictions. We'll debate anything we have different. We'll do playoff predictions. If you want at the end, Trevor, we can do award winners too. I know you want to do some win-loss total, so we'll get into it all in this jam-packed show. But Trevor, like we do every year, we'll start over in the NL West. So if you're only here for the Yankees or Mets, you'll either have to listen or you have to do a good job skimming through. But the NL West, and every time we do one of these shows where it's an annual thing, a few days before we record, I'd like to go back and listen to, first of all, how we formatted it last year, and our opinions from last year. Most of the time, they're really bad. And one of the things from last year that we both got wrong, and most people who predict baseball also got it wrong, we both had the San Francisco Giants anywhere from 70 to 76 wins. And man, could we have not been off by any more. We were actually off by almost 40 wins. The, the San Francisco Giants finished last year with 107 wins, and they really didn't change up too much. Like, we know they lost Buster Posey, and I'm not going to minimize that because, you know, he's a 300-plus hitter. I'm not going to minimize that. They essentially swapped out Kevin Gosman for Carlos Rodon, who you could argue is a better pitcher. The San Francisco Giants did not get any worse. But on the other hand, in that division, the Los Angeles Dodgers strike again. And it amazes me every year how they get better and better and better. And this year, it's getting Freddie Freeman out on them. At some point this year, they're going to have Trevor Bauer back. And it seems like I had a conversation with one of my buddies this morning, Trevor. This Dodger team, to me, on paper, is the best baseball team I think we're ever going to see in our lifetime. The amount of talent on this team from top to bottom. You look at some of the, the, the last bench guy on the Dodgers. This is the yeah. best baseball team I think I have ever seen in my lifetime. On paper. Joe, you might be right. And I would say the other team too is in that division. Can never can never fall asleep on San Diego. But can you though? I feel like this is the third year in a row we're saying this is the Padres year. It's incredibly hard. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't have the Padres in the playoffs. There's just, there's just something about them, man. It's incredibly hard not to put them in the playoffs. No, but no, I just Joe. think the other teams are just better. Plus, they don't have Nando. Tatis. No, no, Joe. They see a trade. They get my eyes. So there is a lot of pitching on that team. They're also getting. I believe they're getting Taylor Rogers. They just traded Paddock away a few hours ago to Minnesota. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. I heard that that was in the works. Did that become official? That's not official yet, right? No, I heard it's gonna be. I heard it's in the works right now. But it yeah. looks like it's gonna happen. But if it's a one for one for Chris Paddock for Taylor Rogers, first of all, I think the Padres win that trade by a lot. But still. I don't think the Padres have the firepower that the Dodgers and Giants do. I think last year showed, I know there were injuries and the pitching was inconsistent at times. The Padres need everything to work out in their favor. 
because well, when you're in the you're, when you're in a division with the Giants and Dodgers, you got to scrap for those wins. Well, the other thing I'll say is that Joe, all those three teams, it does help that you face Colorado and Arizona. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And we'll, when we when we touch on the AL East, it's the same thing. But you have to beat up on those bad teams, and the team that beats up on those bad teams the most will most likely yes. represent their team in the divisional round. Now, like we do every year, we'll go 5-1. to one. That was just a little outlook on the NLS, but we'll go 5-1 to one here. So my number 5 is the Rockies, my 4 is the D-backs, 3 Padres, 2 Giants, Dodgers, 1. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you mine, Joe. I'll give you... You want me to just give you the, the record, or you want me to just give you the wins? I would have, just, mm, you, you went all out, so give us record, too. All right. I went with the Rockies 5. I, I gave them 67, mm-hmm. uh, 95. I went Arizona, I went 69-93, mm-hmm. Giants 88-74, Padres 94-68, and the Dodgers 107-55. 107 on a prediction. And th- this is not you. I don't I don't know what their fan duel total is. I couldn't tell you, and you, you have it up, so if you want to tell I me. I have it up right now, Joe, so I can tell you. Right yeah, now, what's their over-under? Their over-under, Joe, is the highest, by the way, is 99 and a half. You never see that kind of stuff. A hundred win over under. And, and Joe, later on, we'll get to it. We have even odds about who will have the best and the worst record. I love those. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Um, but it, 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 but you know it. It is ultra rare, and I don't know if I've ever seen it, where you have a team projected over 100 wins, especially in the over under. I think the closest I've seen, where I think I saw the Yankees and Dodgers one year both at 96 and a half. Right. That's not a hundred, though. A hundred no. is a high number. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's you know you only got you only have to lose fifty something games. Mm-hmm. To... Right. What? Why do you put the Giants below the Padres? I, you know, I, Joe, I, I just think that they're you know, hey, look, eighty-eight wins is a good speed. There's no, mm-hmm. about, I, I just think too. I think they're. I think San Diego, and the well, that, obviously, I think the Dodgers are better. I mm-hmm. think. I think anybody would say that. Right. Um. You know, I think San Diego's better. I think they have the pitching. You know, I, I you know, no offense, you know, I, I think the offense is fine. Could be a little questionable at times. But I think the Padres pitching is what propels them, I think, to a 91 season. And there is some, you know, even though Tatis is out, they do have, I think, the pieces that could fill for the time being. I had this conversation with a buddy this morning about the Padres. And number, again, the big thing is they're missing Tatis for God knows how long. But. When you look at the Padres, I look at them as one of the deeper teams in the league, meaning they have a lot of pieces that, God forbid, is an injury. They can throw a capable major leaguer in that spot and be afloat. I don't think most teams can do that. The Padres are one of them. But when you look at their regular starters, I don't think a lot of those guys in the lineup blow me away. They're very good major leaguers, but they're not on the same levels what the Giants and Dodgers have. I think well, the Padres, the- Like I said, I think the Padres are just a very deep team. Well, here, here's their depth chart, Joe. Uh-huh. Hey, what, this is what serious was. So they're going to have Austin Nola and Victor Caratini. They'll be the Cavs. They just traded Caratini to, uh, traded. to the Brewers. So okay. they have that prospect, Luis, I don't want to say his last name wrong, Capasino, I think his last name is, Capasano. Oh, yes. So, you know, it seems like they're pretty okay at catching. Uh-huh. they got Hosmer and Voigt. They'll be the first baseman. Uh-huh. You know, that's not bad either. Um. Cronenworth at second. He was good last year. I he think, was. Buddy. He was very good. Um, you have um, I don't want to mispronounce his name. At shortstop now you have Han Seung Kim. Han Seung Kim. I, I, I probably said that wrong. He, but, struggled, okay. he struggled last year. 
He struggled last year. And that, what you could always do is, you know, you could always move Cronenworth to short and have Profarth in second. Yes, that's possible. And, Cro- and Profarth had a pretty good year last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third baseman, Machado, he's always going to have a solid Yeah, but he hasn't really he- pieced together and lived up to that contract yet. He hasn't no. had that many Machado year in San Diego. No, and, and by the way, it looks like right now that was actually one of the good moves that Brian Cash made to make you over Machado. Yep. I wouldn't, didn't, like it at the, didn't like it at the time, but it has turned out to be, uh, well, uh, pro four in left field, uh, Grisham and Myers. That's a solid outfield. Yeah, you see, no. the, 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 but that really doesn't not, do it for me, man. That offense is really doing it to me. I'll say this, Joe. It's not great, but it's not horrendous. Well, can you read me their bench, too? Because I want uh, I, I still think that they have tremendous depth. Sure, and their DH would be void. So here's their backups in the depth chart, I'll tell you. So, you have Jorge Alfaro, who mm-hmm. we didn't even mention. Yep. Matt Beatty, who they just got. They traded for him, yep. Yeah, who else? Cronenworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Nola. C.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. He could make the... Yeah, I think he is. So... I think he'll look- play it short over Hunsung Kim, to be honest with you. Maybe, yeah. So you look, they have depth there, Joe. I mean, they have Matt Beatty, who's that mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, he's they good. They even got Jorge Alfaro, who could be a DH. He's a cable major league player, yeah. Here's their about pitch. DH, but cable major league player, yeah. Here's their pitching. Joe Musgrove, who had a solid year last year, threw a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Hugh Darvish, who was up and down. Sean Manaya, who I wanted the Yankees to get, but didn't. Blake Snell, I know he struggled last year. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't, isn't Clemenger going to be returning at some point later on this season? Yes, he's going to start the year in the I.L., but he will be back. And that's something we can't forget. Clemenger will be back. Yeah, and then you look at the bullpen. Emilio Pagan, who had a solid season. Mm-hmm. Roberto Suarez. Yep. Pierce Johnson. You know, Craig Stammen. Denelson Lamette, who, you know, who's a pretty solid starter, is going to be in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Austin Adams, Tim Hill. Um, you know, and you don't forget, too, Joe, this is a bullpen. All this is a solid bullpen without without Drew Pomerantz starting the year healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, Joe, the pitching is definitely there. Yes, yes. I think the back end of the bullpen is a little shaky. I mean, they're talking about this guy Robert Suarez being the closer who just came over from I think he came over from Japan or Korea. It's one of those. But to me, that's a little shaky. That's why I have the Giants over there. I just look. I just look at the Giants and you look what they do last year. They're not missing much aside from Posey, and they're just going to throw Joey Barton there, who's been one of the better prospects in the league for a while now. I think the Giants are a better all-around team. You know, Joe, you could be right. Now, the one thing about the Giants, the the the, the one big thing is that Evan Longoria is going to miss the start of the season. Yes, yeah. Which, I mean, how much of an impact player has Evan Longoria been, though? I agree. The one thing about the Giants is that scares you a little bit. They are very old. Yes, yes, yes. I used yeah, to look Brand- at Brandon Belt, Brandon, uh, excuse me, yeah, Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford. It's a very old team. <laughs> Longoria. Um, you know, your Stremski, I don't think he's lived up to the expectation. He's been all right. I think he's been a decent outfielder. No, Jack Peterson, he's kind of... That was, that, was a, that was a good addition. They also yeah, should have got uh, Tommy LaStella hold down the fort uh, at short. Lamonte he, Wade, who can hit righties very well. He's been really good. You take a look at some of these guys like LaStella and uh, Peterson. These guys are starting to get their years wrapped up now. Those guys. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very old team. Wilma Flores, Darren Ruff. Mm-hmm. Even yep. the uh, pitching is a little bit on the older side. You got Anthony DeShofane. Yes. Um, Still very good rotation. I love their rotation. And you're going to call agree. me crazy. I love the addition of uh, Alex Cobb. I think you put him on that Giants, uh, you know, 
pitching, I don't want to call it pitching lab, but you know, when you, when you give them a little bit of what the Giants pitchers have, I think it'll be good. I'll, I'll say this, Joe. I think they will take, there's no stars. It's, I think it's a lot of solid players. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So they, one, they mesh well. The one thing that would scare me a little bit would be the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Well, you look, I, they, they had a very good and productive year from Jake McGee last year. Tyler Rogers has become one of the better relief pitchers in the league. I think the bullpen's actually one of the strong suits. You think so? Yeah. I, my, my biggest fear is, dear Joe, is that it is an older team mm-hmm. and they're prone to a lot more injuries. That's very, that's very possible. It's very possible. But, I mean, I'm looking at LB.com right here, and the Giants beat reporter has Thario Estrada penciled in as their second baseman. I always liked him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think he has I, some pretty good potential, you know? I always liked him. And you know what? An 88-win season, Joe, that is a solid year. Yes. You know, that's yes. right. I remember, I, you know, it shows you. That, by the way, 88 wins, by the way, and they are a distant third place. Wow. <laughs> Just for the record, I have the Giants slightly above 91 or 92 wins. I have the Padres missing the playoffs, and I have the Giants and Dodgers making the playoffs. Uh, and I will give you a little hint there, Joe. In the NL West, I have the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants making their playoffs. So you have all three of them. So th- th- there, are th- there are three of the six playoff teams right there. Yep. All right, we'll move over to the AL. Anything else which, on, the, on the AL West? On which the is West. certainly, which is certainly possible. We can have three teams from the West. Oh yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely possible. It's oh. probably more likely to. I, 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 there's one thing in here. It's like I kind of did it as like a joke, but I, I, I kind of truly believe it too, which we'll get into next. But when we move over to the AL Central now. And to me, this is the Brewers' division to lose. And if, if you disagree, we can have a you know a fair conversation on it. But when you look at the Brewers and the big three that headline their rotation with Peralta, Woodruff, and, and Corbin Burns, they had some very good additions with McCutcheon and Hunter Renfro in the offseason. The big thing for the Brewers, aside from staying healthy, which I think is you know what everyone needs to do, they need Christian Yellers to bounce back in the yeah. biggest way. The last two years, he has been a total bump. They need him to bounce back to what he was in 2019 and 2018 when he was at MVP caliber Yelich. They need that back. Yeah, Joe, I think this is a very weak division. Yes, you know? and which is weird because it's gone from, again, I listened to last year's show. It has gone from being one of the more competitive divisions to one of the more weaker divisions. And last year we had we had a hope for the for the Reds. There was a little talk of the, of the Cubs maybe getting one last run out of that core before they traded them all away. But the Brewers kind of came out of nowhere last year and took the division by storm. So with the with the West and the East being strong, I don't know if I can see any wild cards. Yeah, I'll I'll go with my five through one, and I can tell you what I was talking about before. So I have Pirates at five, Cubs at four, Reds at three, Cards at two, and Brewers at one. I have the Cardinals as a wild card team, and like I said, it's kind of a gag, and it wouldn't shock me if it happens. But Yachty Wainwright and Pujols back for one more ride, man, would not shock me if they sneak into that last wild card spot. Five years though. Right? Yep. <laughs> Very chill. Very, it's not, it's, but they also added Steven Matz and Corey Dickerson. It's like they did nothing. I think they can be a sneaky team. If they get some good offensive contributions from Paul DeYoung, if Harrison Bader can have a good year, if Tyler O'Neill can keep up his good years, if they can do that, I think they could be a sneaky team in the AL Central. I'll, I'll give you mine, Joe. I think the only thing we did was we flipped the three and four, but I'll tell you why. Okay. I have the 51 and 111. I think they're the worst team in the league. All right. Um, Reds sixty nine and sixty nine and ninety three, Cubs seventy four and eighty eight, Cardinals eighty three and seventy nine, and the Brewers eighty nine and seventy three. Mm-hmm. So just to show you there, Joe, there, you know, we the division is there is no team in the Central that for me that's cracking ninety wins. Wow, you don't you don't have the Brewers cracking ninety? Eighty nine. No, they could how, crack. How 90. come? Um, see, Joe, the train's going by. Yeah, nine o'clock, nine fifteen train. 
Say, see, say hello when you go by. <laughs> is this because you, you think that these teams are just going to beat up on each other? Uh, Yeah, I think the Cardinals, Cubs, Reds, and Pirates are yeah, going to beat up on each other. Well, yeah. It's it's certainly yeah. possible. I think the Brewers. I th- I I like the Brewers a lot more than you do. Um, look, they're they are you know their pitching is very good and their mm-hmm. bullpen. Yes, the bullpen is very well, good. Question is, I see a lot of question marks on offense. Mm-hmm. I see. What are we gonna get from Christian Yelich? That's the big one. What What are we gonna get from Andrew McCutcheon? He's had to face some injuries the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter Renfro. That's a good addition. Lorenzo Cain, he's just been okay in Milwaukee, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's not been great. Um, Luis Urias, he's going to be starting the he's questionable to start the year. You know, Adamas, solid player. Colton Wong, solid player. Rowdy Telez, you know, he doesn't really hit for average. Right, power hitter. Or Narvaez. I, I think it's a solid lineup, Joe. Mm-hmm. I think the pitching is good. I think there's just some question marks on offense with injuries and what are we going to get from guys? The biggest question mark to me on offense is what they're going to do with third base. I'm, I'm reading their MLB.com thing right now. They have Jace Peterson slotted in third base. And, and you're right. It's till Arias comes back and he's healthy. But that is a glaring hole in their lineup now, especially with a DH now where they can they can fill the spot with, with the pitcher. That is a glaring hole of third base now with Jace Peterson being slotted in there in the nine hole. Yeah, I would say that you know, I think the Bruins on offense, I think it's a solid offense. I don't think it's a great offense. Mm-hmm. Right. I, th- I do think it's enough though to win the division. Oh, yeah. The, I think the Brewers are by far the best team. Right, right. I, I probably have around 95 wins, Trevor, which is only on, only six more than what you have, but that, that, that's where I'm around with them. I don't well, think they're, they're not a 100-win team. I think they're, sli- they're slightly better than 89, though. Well, let's see what the FanDuel says. Yeah, what do they uh, think? They have an 89 and a half. So, 89. Right is that? so you're right on there. Yeah, uh, let's see what's it. Um, Pittsburgh, by the way, Joe, if you just curious, is 64 and a half. You, so you take it on. The, you have 51, you said? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think they're just terrible. Wow, that's that's rough. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe, do you think they are probably either the worst or the second worst team in the league? Mm, I think I think Oakland's actually taking them taking over the worst team in the league, but they are definitely number two. No doubt. I would say I would say they're at least the worst in the National League. Oh, I, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, under 64, 100%. Uh, any hope for the Cubs or Reds? You know, Joe, I, I, I think the Cubs pitching is just really bad. Yes. The Cubs have some interesting pieces on offense, though. And when they traded everybody last year, a few of them came up. It was uh, Frank Schwindel and Rafael Ortega. Both are over 30 years old. But they came up and kind of took the league by storm for a few months. I'm not saying they're going to do anything, but those are two guys I'm watching in Chicago this year. Well, you know, I would certainly say there, Joe, with a weak division like this and some of those pieces of offense, that's, and, you know, Wilson Contreras back, and mm-hmm. that's why I think give them around 74, 75 wins. I okay. Think, do think, yeah. Plus, they added Stroman, too. They added the, um, the, uh, Seizuki, is that his name? They get the Japanese guy, the outfield, they added him. They made some moves. Yeah. I just think after Hendricks and after Stroman, I don't know where I, where the other pitching It's rough. From. No, absolutely. It's definitely rough. Wade, Wade Miley, <clears throat> Drew Smiley, I think his best years are behind him. Right. They 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 filled those spots with the washed up veteran back end of the rotation starters, you know? I think the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pitching's pitching's yes. off. Yeah, the pitch the pitching is definitely off. You only have the Brewers and make the playoffs in the division, right? Yeah, Brewers, that's it. Yeah. I'm gonna throw the Cardinals in there, man. Just just because. And you know, that maybe it's stupid, but who the heck cares? I'm gonna throw the Cardinals in just because. Alright. Okay. All right. 
We'll move over to the NL East now. So if the Met fan listening, you get your uh, your shot here. I don't have the Mets in first place here. I look at the Atlanta Braves, and it, we'll get, I'll touch on why I don't have the Mets in first in a second. I think we actually agree on it. I look at the Atlanta Braves, who are your defending World Series champions. And even though they lost Freddie Freeman, I am looking at a much better Atlanta Braves team than they were last year. They're bringing Eddie Rosario back. Marcelo Zuna can play a full year. Olsen is much younger. He's in for Freeman. And the big one, which they added late in the offseason, solidifying the bullpen with Kenley Jansen. They don't have to have any trust issues with Will Smith now, and I never like having a lefty at closer, but Kenley Jansen are his best years behind him. That remains to be seen. But for now, they have an elite closer to close up the the, the games for now. Hey, take a look at that infield, Joe. You're going to have Olsen, Albies, Swanson, Riley. All-star infield. And you think about it, so you, you know, Alex Dickerson or Guillermo Heredia will be filling in for Acuna. This is a good lineup. Right. With a, without Acuna in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they're going to get Acuna back early May, right? They're going to yeah. only miss a few weeks of him. The, the one big subtraction I saw is that Jorge Soler is not on his team. Right yes. Now. Yes. So, but they, they kept Duvall, right? Is Duvall? Yes. Yes. So it's going to, in the outfield, it's going to be Duvall. What do we say? It's Dickerson and. I think. Uh, it's a, Is it Duval, uh, Guillermo Heredia, and Rosario? Oh, Rosario, sorry. I forgot Rosario. It's going to be Heredia's a righty and Dickerson's a lefty, so they could probably put two in the over in right field for now. Or, uh, yeah. But they'll, they'll have Duval, Rosario, and then um, Dickerson and Heredia in right. And you take a look at the pitch. Charlie Morton, always solid. Yes. Max Reed had a solid year last mm-hmm. year. They're going to get Ian Anderson back at some point right. in the season. You're right. That back end of the rotation is very young, and ball also has a lot of upside. Hirona and Wright, yeah. You take a look at the bullpen. Kenley Jansen, that's a flyer, mm-hmm. but he has passed for Will Smith, solid. And Colin McHugh, I, I like that addition to the bullpen um, that they got. Right. You take a look. Darren O'Day is back. Mm-hmm. A.J. Minter, Sean Newcomb. But I tell you, I think the Colin McHugh, um, I think that's a sneaky good add to the bullpen. Definitely. I don't know what you Definitely. No, I, and like I said, I think the Braves are a much better team than they were last year. And, and good. Say this, Joe. This is also, um, this is also a ballpark without Kobe Yates, who was supposed to come back later in the year. Yes, they will get him back, and that's going to be a, a great seven, eight, nine. Yates, Smith, and Kenley. That's pretty yeah. good, right? Um, so the rest of the division, I'll go five to one. And if we disagree, we can discuss Nats down at five. I think it's pretty easy. Marlins at four, Phillies at three, Mets at two and Braves at one. I went Marlins at five. I had 71, 91 Nats at four, 75, 87. I had the Phillies next 88, 74 Mets 90 and 72. Then the Braves 92 and 70. So you're very close division there. Very close to Joe. I thought it was. I thought the Mets on top, but injuries late. I think the door swung open for the Braves to uh, take the division. If the Grom's healthy, you have them win the division. I do. See, to me, it's tough, and this is this is just because. You look at the Met offense. I don't think the Met offense is anything to you know, go crazy about. I love the addition of Marte. Escobar is a great addition. They have Alonso, of course. Nimmo can be a good leadoff hitter. I'm not in love with their offense, especially with the step back Lindor took last year. You better hope that he bounces back, and he needs to, because you have 10 more years of this guy. He needs to step up and be a leader in that lineup. But as of right now, based on what I saw last year and what they brought in, I don't think the Mets have enough 
in their starting lineup to compete with some of these other lineups in the NL East. You look at the Phillies, who have Schwarber, Castellanos, and Harper in that outfield. I want one of them's going to DH. I understand that, but that is a tremendous outfield. They are going to play a lick of defense, yes, but that is a tremendous offensive lineup, dude. I agree, John. Now, the one thing that has plagued the Phillies for the past few years, and I think it's going to plague them again this year, is the pitching is very, very shaky. Yes, the bullpen specifically. I remember last they... year they traded for Kyle Gibson. He was good. They moved Ranger Suarez from the bullpen to the rotation, so he'll continue that this year. They made some adjustments to the rotation. they got to figure out the bullpen now. I mean, Corey Canable, man, maybe. They brought, they brought in a bunch of washed-up relievers. Him, Brad Hand... Jerry Familia. Yep, Familia. They brought they just brought in a bunch of old washed up relievers. Old by Nick Nelson. Uh, Nick Nelson's there. Is there is uh, David Hale still there? David Hale. I don't see him on the. No, maybe he, he was there with the, maybe he's in the minor leagues or he might have went somewhere else too. But he was with the Phillies for a while. Well, Joe, I think this team has eighty eight wins. Um, I still I still think because of their uh, offense, they get carried. And and wins. don't forget they have a manager too. Yes, eighty eight wins. I think John. I don't know if you agree, but I think it is the. Once the Mets start to get healthier and healthier, I think it will be very close. I think it's going to be a fun. Do- I think it's going to go down as a pennant race in the East. You think this is the most competitive division? Uh, yeah, you do. I do. Um, you know, I I still think the Braves do win it out in the end, just because Mets with their injuries to start the season, which sure maybe at the first week or two, and Degrom out for a portion of the time, right? I think it opens the door for the Braves to win the division. To me, the biggest one, besides the Met offense, it's it's DeGrom. How long is DeGrom going to be out? Because if you have DeGrom out for an extended period of time like you did last year, it's not that I'm scared of the Mets pitching because they have a lot of depth and they have a lot of capable people who can step in and be starters. But Jacob DeGrom's the best pitcher in the league, man. Without him, yeah. I don't know how far they can go. Look at it last year. I know they don't have Matt Scherzer last year. But how great were the Mets without Jacob DeGrom last year? Not very good. That is a but, big piece of them. Miami Marlins to me are an interesting one, Trevor. All right, they add in Aviciel Garcia. They trade for Wendell and Stallings. They add Solaire. You have him in last place. I have him in fourth place. Very competitive, maybe up there for a wild card spot towards the end of the year. But to me, it is a very young rotation with a bunch of live arms. The offense is a lot better. Like you said, you love the addition of Solaire. You said with the Braves. To me, the Marlins could knock on the door here for a wild card spot. I have him at 71. Sure. I do think the lineup is not bad. Mm-hmm. My is that I think the ballpen could be a little iffy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on back there. Um, And the rotation, and it's a young rotation. I have my fears sometimes in a competitive division. Like, right. With Mets, Braves, and Phillies, with those, you know, offenses, it could get hit around a few times. Right. Right. So, I, I, I know 71 wins is not bad last place team. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you take uh, the over-under, by the way, for the market, just to give you, since, you know, we disagree, is 77 and a half. So you have him at the under. I have him at the under. Just under five wins. I um, think that's a good number for them. Maybe 78, 79. That's not a bad number. Yeah, and I have the Nats at 75. Dude. That, to me, is a lot. Well, they are a pretty bad team there, dude. Well, in my opinion, <clears throat> John, i tell you why. You know... I, you know, Josh Bell is still not a bad player, in my opinion. Okay. They do, you know, you got Soto, you got Cruz. Yeah, you do have Nelson Cruz. Mm-hmm. People forget about that. You know, I, I, you know, I just think that, you know. How are I they getting they, outs, though? Well, you have Strasburg. Okay. He's hurt. I think, Remember, he's hurt. I, he's hurt. I understand that. 
I think Corbin's going to have a bounce back here. They need they need him to bounce back. Out of the money they gave him, they need him to bounce back. And I think the back of the rotation is going to be okay. Yeah, remember the last year they had a Paul Espino, who was a pretty good pitcher. Not saying he was terrific, but he was serviceable in the back end. I don't think the rotation is a problem. When you're close with Kyle Finnegan, there's nothing against Kyle Finnegan. I think he set them very well when Brian Hand was traded. Their bullpen is very shaky. That's the, that to me is a problem. I agree, but I think their bullpen's okay. I don't think it's great, but I think we'll get them through. So I trust more in their pitching there, Joe, than than me. Yeah, you have at um, seventy-seven, seventy-five, seventy-five. What does FanDuel have them at? Sixty-nine and a half. All right, so you have the over on that. I think I think sixty-nine or sixty-eight is very good for them. I grew FanDuel on this one, not you. <laughs> um, the Mets over under Joe, since this is a New York market, mm. is eight and a half. I have them at ninety, so basically right there. You said eighty-eight and a half. Yeah, eighty-eight and a half. And you have them at ninety. Yeah. And just to make sure, you have Atlanta and the Mets making the playoffs, not Philly. Not Philly. I think Philly just missed. So I think Philly's just going to miss, too. Maybe if the Mets get 90, Philly will have like 87 or 88. It'll yeah, that's close. right. Yeah. Um, so that's our National League there, Trevor, especially the NL East. Um, yeah, just, again, just to recap, I feel the Braves just got better. Bringing back Ozuna, Olsen in for Freeman, Rosario's back. They're going to add in Acuna. To me, the Braves are still the team to beat in the NL East. All right, we'll see what happens. And before we head over to the AL, just to recap, I have Braves, Brewers, and Dodgers as our division winners. And my wildcard teams in no order are Giants, Cardinals, and Mets. Trevor's teams are division winners are the Dodgers, the Brewers, and the Braves, with the Padres, Giants, and Mets being the wildcard teams. And we'll get into the order of that at the back end of our playoff predictions. See, Joe, we, we, uh, and actually, Joe, we are almost very much the same. That, it, To me, and I was going to touch on the end, but I'll do it now because we're going to f- forecast the American League, too. To me, the league is very top-heavy this year. You're going to have, especially the National League, you're going to have the really good teams, and you're going to have the really bad teams. And to me, they're obvious. The D-backs, the Rockies, the Pirates, and, and the Nationals. To me, those are going to be bottom feeders in the, in, in, in the National League. Everyone else will be somewhat competitive, except for, you know, like Cincinnati and Chicago. They'll be, they'll be middle of the pack. But there will be very, very good teams and very, very bad teams. Something different this year in the National League. Yeah, I think we'll have maybe one or two teams in the middle. Just... Right. Yeah, to me, that's going to be Cincinnati and Chicago. They'll be like 75, 74 win teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll move over to the American League now. We'll start with the AL West. And just a quick outlook. The, this is the Astros' division until they lose it. I don't really care what the Mariners did, although I give them a ton of credit. It was a terrific offseason. I have them as a wildcard team. The Astros, until they lose, hold control on this AOS, and quite frankly, the American League, too. It doesn't matter. Correa is gone. They have this kid, Jeremy Pena, in, AAA, in, in, uh, in spring training, hitting 300. They've had five straight ALCS appearances. They are built for October. I am not worried a bit about the Astros, and it kills me to say because I hate them so much. But to me, the Astros are going nowhere. They are still a terrific team. Remember, they get Verlander back this year. They just extended Ryan Presley to solidify the bullpen. To me, the Astros are still the best team in the American League and will take control of the AL West, Trevor. Uh, Joe, I think it's a really I still think think several teams in the bottom will make a – We'll make a run show, but I still think the Astros still come on top. What's your five through one? I have the eight, five, 74, and 88. Angels four, 80, and 82. Rangers three, 87, and 75. Mariners two, 90, and 74. 
and the Astros won 94 and 68. Okay, so you have a very close AL West. Uh, really, after Oakland, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Texas is an interesting one to me. Joe, I, do you think it's that close or? Um, it's gonna to me, it's gonna be Houston and, and Seattle, and you know maybe the Angels will compete for a little while. I don't, I still can't get a read on the Angels and what they're gonna do this year. I don't like Texas. I know you put them third place. I'm not a fan of Texas, even with getting Seager and Semyon. Aside from them and John Gray, what are the Houston Rangers, dude? I I can't get a grasp on them. Um, you know I think their bullpen is pretty shaky, Joe. Mm-hmm. They got a few pieces. Their bullpen's pretty shaky. Spencer no, Patton's I'm... closing out games on opening day. That's how bad their bullpen is. Yeah, but I think their offense is very good. Yes. Um, it's all right. It's all right. They got a few good pieces. Oh uh, yeah, I have them at eighty-seven wins there, Joe. That mm-hmm. would be. I don't know if you agree with that, but. Eighty-seven, you said. Yeah, that's a lot. I I think I think they could get to eighty-seven this year. That's that, you. You have everything going right. I think that's way. I have them like seventy-two, maybe. What's their over under? Seventy-four and a half. So yeah, I, I have like I have like seventy-two. You have you have dude. You have them eleven wins over. Wow. Yeah, that's I'm a lot. You, I am calling my shot right there. I'm gonna write this one down. We'll we'll constantly go back to it this year, right? Texas uh, Rangers I'm, at eighty-seven wins. I'm gonna write that one down. Um, my five through one is Oakland at five, Texas at four, Angels at three, Seattle at two, and Houston at one. And I have Seattle as a playoff team, Me not too. to be a winner, but they're a wild card team. First of all, it's Julio Rodriguez time. Get ready for it. he's going to take the league by storm. They add in Robbie Ray, Adam Frazier, and Jesse Winker. All three, I think, are terrific additions. They still might be a little too young to throw in the Astros. Like I said, it's going to be the Astros until they decide it's not the Astros. But they can definitely make some noise. And according to my predictions, 20-year playoff drought comes to an end this year. The Seattle Mariners will be a wildcard team this year. I agree, Joe. And I have the Angels at a 500 team this year. Angels at 500, okay. Do you agree with that? They'll probably be a little over this year. I think they actually break the hump. They actually get over the pitching is my concern. Mm, pitching's a big problem. I agree. I definitely agree. If they can have Otani healthy, that changes the landscape. I love Iglesias in the back end of the bullpen, dude. But if Otani is healthy and he can start 25-plus games, they'll be fine. And there's injury questions then. Oh. Yes. I Now, I don't think they're a playoff team, but they're very close. So Mike Trout, another year missed in the playoffs. Yes. That's another thing. Trout's got to stay healthy, by the way. Yes, he's had a he's had way too many injury written seasons. He's got to stay healthy. Yes, I agree. Where do you have Oakland at in your record? I have Oakland seventy four eighty eight. That's, That's I... that is very nice of you. What, what's their over under? Uh, let's see. Probably it's not like sixty five. Sixty seven and a half. Well, and, about you... a, and, and the over is getting bet. By the way, really? Yes. I can't. Just... I don't understand why. I can't. Oakland, they trade everybody away. Yeah, uh, 74, that's still not great. Right, right. All right, we'll move over to the most boring division in baseball. That's the AL Central. I could honestly care less about this. To me, the White Sox are the clear-cut favorite, and no one else is really going to compete with them. I understand the Twins made some moves. They bring in Correa, Sonny Gray, and apparently Chris Paddock, and they lose that trade, by the way, because they're shipping out their closer, which is a mistake if that's true. But that's probably not enough for a playoff run. To me, I'm going to be watching the AL Central this year because of the the Detroit Tigers. They made some fun moves this offseason. They're starting the year with Tolkerson. To me, this is like not a wild card playoff team, but they are a wild card team in the sense that 
if everything goes right, they could be up at the top of the division with the White Sox and competing and possibly in a wild card spot. But I think everything has to go right. A lot of things have to work themselves out, but they are definitely a team to keep an eye on this year. Joe, I don't think there's more polarizing we talked about. We'll get to my predictions in a minute and you'll find out why. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're, they're just not any good. The Tigers? I, I, don't, I don't like them at all. Really? Yeah, I don't like them at all, especially that bullpen. Is, uh, I don't like that bullpen. The bullpen is, is, is tricky, but they have a very young rotation full of like top prospects. They're going Erod, Casey Mize, Matt Manning, Tariq Skubal. That is, a, that is a very young rotation. And so like I said, Pineda too. Yes, Pineda's there too. But like I said, things have to go right. But I understand the bullpen. Gregory Soto and Michael Fulmer were okay last year when they were closing games out. I don't know anything past that. But to me, they have a sneaky good lineup. I love the addition of Tucker Barnhart. I love the addition of, of Austin Meadows. Javi Baez, of course. Tolkerson's going to start the year with the team at first base. To me, the Tigers have a sneaky good offense. If their pitching, as young as it is, can piece it together throughout the year, and Erod can be a halfway decent pitcher, and granted, he's going to be pitching in a much bigger ballpark this year, and with the way he strikes our hitters, he should be very good in that ballpark. But if their rotation can figure it out with the young guys there, they can be a very sneaky team. The youngsters are big. Mize and Manning, I think, will be fine. Now, Scooble did struggle last year. Yes, which most guys do. It's a very different game than it's a triple-A. I, I agree, Joe. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe down the road, but I don't see it this year. What's your 5-1? through one? Okay, I get the Tigers 66 and 96. Wow, you have them last place? Wow. I do. Uh, Guardians 74 and 88. Royals, Royals 84 and 78. I think wow. they improved. They didn't improve. I, didn't I agree. They improved. I don't know if that good, but they improved. Twins, 87 and 75. And I think the White Sox, 95 and 67. The White Sox are really good, man. Yeah. I, mean, they, I, I don't think this division will be even that competitive. The White Sox are, are just that good. Now, what do you think about Cleveland? I have them at 74 wins. Do you, do you see in that ballpark or no? I don't know. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you, man. It, it, it kind of bothers me that they, they don't spend any money to try and make themselves better when they have a generational talent with, with J-Ram, who they've extended today. That kind of bothers me, so I've, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. But aside from him, Bieber, they have a few good pieces in the uh, bullpen and in the rotation. That lineup is putrid, though. <laughs> putrid. I, I, Joe, I will tell you what uh, FanDuel says. What does FanDuel say? About the win. So so I had him at 74. Mm-hmm. FanDuel has him at... 75 and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, I, if, I, if I said any, it's really... It's fine. No, it's okay. Um, 75 and a half. So I have it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, that's, so the FanDuel's think 75 and a half. And what do, you like, what do you like about Kansas City? Well, Joe, I think there's a... Uh, you know, I, I thought the Royals were piecing some good offense together two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, Salvador Perez, Carlos Santana, Nicky Lopez, Mondesi, Bobby Witt Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, Benintendi, Michael Taylor, Whip Merrifield, Hunter Dorsey. This team could run the bases. Yeah. They hit and this, too, yeah. this team can, you know, hit. But talk and about t- bad pitching, though. But you get Zach Granke, who's a sneaky good uh, signing. Yeah, what are after that, though? Well, I think after it's a young rotation. I like Lynch and Singer. They got to, you know, spread their wings a little bit in the major leagues. After that, I don't know where they're getting outs from, especially in the bullpen. I don't know where they're going to get outs I- from. I think the bullpen improves this year. Yeah? You know anybody in that bullpen? 
you know, Barlow was okay last year. Mm-hmm. I think he improves. They did sign Emil Garrett, which I which I like. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine. I, I just think the bullpen improves this year. I think you know, maybe Brad Culler and, and Singer improved this year. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the pitching improves this year, and I think the I like the offense. So. How many playoff teams do you have in this division? Just one, the White Sox. White Sox, all right. And just to make sure, in the AL West, you had Houston, Seattle. Yes. All right. We, you... we agree on that. I think we're on our way to agreeing on the uh, on the AL East. We'll see. We'll move over there now. Um, this is gonna be this is the most competitive division in baseball, and of course, our Yankees are in it. But it's gonna go down. And I said this about the NL West too. This is gonna go down to who beats up on the Orioles the most. And this is just speaking about the Yankees. This is one thing the Yankees did not do last year. They played 500 ball with the Orioles. And look at the team at the top of the division. The Rays, they must have beat them at least 15 times. This is the key to winning this division, is beating up on the Orioles. You have to play them 18 times a year. Go out there and beat them 14 or 15 times. They are putrid. That's free wins right there. That's going to win this division. But it's a very competitive division. Blue Jays up there. Everyone loves the Blue Jays this year. So do I. The Rays are very good no matter who they have. It doesn't matter what they have on paper. They're going to win a lot of games. The Red Sox are sneaky good, too. Unfortunately, with the way we've planned this out, dude, only three teams can make the playoffs this division. So yeah. we can cut out the Orioles. I like we have we both have it five. Yep, I am at fifty seven and one oh five. So you're right. That's that's a, that's embarrassing. They're really bad. Um four to me, and this is the team that's gonna miss out. The Boston Red Sox are gonna miss out in the playoffs. I understand they signed story, but and then they also have a they have they have a real manager too. But Sale is out for a good chunk of this year. Their bullpen is very shaky. They lose Erod. I don't know where they're going to get outs from, and if this pitch you can hold up. I don't know what. I don't know what's going to happen, man. That's why I have Boston at four. I have Tampa Bay at four, eighty-five and seventy-seven. You have Tampa Bay missing the playoffs. Wow. I, I, Joe, I don't. I think if they were healthy, they would. But I, I think there's a key. A lot there's of a lot of injuries. Yes, but I, the, the Rays they just figure it out though, dude. Oh, I think they're going to be competitive. Eighty-five wins is competitive, but I think they're facing a tough division. Right. I I think they're going to piece something together. Who do you have at three? Uh, Boston at three, eighty-eight and seventy-four. All right, Boston at three, two. Uh, Yankees ninety-three and sixty-nine. You're finally your Blue Jays are going to break out this year. I think ninety-eight and sixty-four. You've been I saying this for two years. This is the year. Joe, Joe, I'm telling you. Well, last year they actually were pretty good. Right, they were. Yes. Joe, I'm telling you. I think I saw this team a, a, a couple years too early. Oh, no, <laughs> you 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 were loving them in 2020. You're like, dude, they're going to win the division. I'm telling you, I thought they were, but yeah. I tell you, <laughs> this is the year. My five through one, I if I already said Red Sox before, but I have Yankees at three, Rays at two, and, and Blue Jays at one. The Blue Jays, to me, can be the best team in the American League because they just have a, a ridiculous lineup. Like, I'm calling it the death lineup. But they also add Gosman and Matt Chapman and Yusei Kikuchi. The pitching is very good, the rotation. The bullpen is going to be a struggle. They'll probably add a piece or two during the during the season around the trade deadline. If they can solidify their bullpen, to me, they're easily a 100-win team and will run away with the division. But... In a division with the Rays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox, like I said, whoever can beat the Orioles the most will probably win the division. But if you can play your division well and be competitive in these games, you're going to do very well here. But it's going to be very tough. These teams are going to beat up on each other. They're going to be playing, you know, we're going to see at least every few weeks So these teams are playing, and it's going to be must-see TV. So this, to me, this is the best division in baseball, dude. I agree, and I think Vladdy's going to be close to winning an MVP. Yes, the, 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 he was last year. But this might be the year he actually does win it. I don't think he does. I think he finishes second. Mm-hmm. That's possible. So who, Otani? No, not Otani. Aaron Judge? I'm not saying. All right, we'll get to that in a sec. Um, 
So our playoff teams in the American League, you have Houston, White Sox, and Toronto winning the division with Seattle, Boston, and the Yankees being wild card team. One more thing on the AL East before we go. You think the Yankees are underrated? I have my 93 wins. 93. What does FanDuel have, Matt? Probably Fandle. 93, right? That seems fair. 92 and a half. 92. So. Oh, I was close, yeah. Huh. I think the Yankees are underrated, dude. And the under is getting bet, by the way. See? I think people are counting out the Yankees, which is fun because it's not. It's, it hasn't been like this in recent memory. They count them out. I agree, Jordan. It's, really it's make, too early to do that. They really made too many moves, but they are still a 91 team, in my opinion. Oh, I think they're a 95 win team. I think addition by subtraction, getting Gary Sanchez off that team sends a message to them, dude. I Don't agree. be lazy. They are playing hard now. Aaron Boone needs to get better this year. That's number one. LeMay needs to bounce back. Torres needs to bounce back. We talked about this last week. But they need a lot of stuff to go right. But if it does, they are easily a World Series favorite. And maybe this year they piece together. People are counting them out now. I don't know. But to me, I think the Yankees are somewhat underrated this year. 92 wins, I think they could do better than that. Well, Joe, you know, I said to a couple of friends of mine a few weeks ago that they're not a playoff team. But I was in a fit of rage. Right, right. <laughs> was that after no. the uh, they traded away what's-his-face? That's when they didn't sign Story. Right, okay. Story, okay. So, that was in a fit of rage, though. Um, Understandable. Now, I, I really think we wanted to sign Mormon Gonzalez because it was bad timing. But it's actually not a bad signing. Right. Uh, right. Now, but, um, so let's do playoffs. We'll start in the American League. How do you seed the playoffs? Not who wins. How do you seed them? Like um, like what happens in a wild card? Uh, division winners first. I need three division winners, and then you can seed the wild card teams. Okay. AL first or not? AL. Okay, I have the Blue Jays at the number one seed. Okay. Uh, White Sox two. Astros three. Then the wild cards. I have the Yankees as the first wild card. Mariners as the second wild card. Red Sox as the third wild card. Got it. Um, so this was mine. I'm pulling up right now. My mind went Astros one, Blue Jays two, White Sox three. Um, it was Rays 4, Yankees 5, Mariners 6. Okay. All right. So, um, we'll do the National League next. All right. So, round one for you, Trevor. You have Houston versus Boston. Yeah. And Yankees versus Seattle. Who we got there? Well, I, I, I think uh, Houston. Okay. And the Yankees. Okay. Yankees beating the Mariners. I'm writing this down. And... All right, so you have both teams on the road winning that. All right, division series now. You have Houston playing. Houston was the three. I'm sorry. You have the Yankees playing the Blue Jays and the Astros playing the White Sox. Uh, You know, Joe, if there wasn't a vaccine question mark, I might take five. Yeah. But in Toronto, there will be a question mark. Okay. And I think Home Field is a big factor. I got Toronto winning this series, but I think it's going to go head-to-head. Close. All right, Houston versus Chicago? Uh, I got Chicago. Chicago, and then Toronto versus Chicago. I got the White Sox in the World Series. Really? So over your Blue Jays? You know, Joe, I think the White Sox, I think, had the best maybe in the AL. That's that's shocking to me, man. That's shocking. AL, just, AL MVP, Trevor. And, and, Joe, it was hard for me to do, but my head had to take my heart over again. Uh, un- understandable. AL MVP. Uh, Aaron Judge. 
Aaron Judge. There it is on, on the contract year. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a fun one. Joe, I will make a bold prediction. I think he could have a sixty home run year. Sixty. Mm-hmm. I think if he's on, he could. If he's healthy, he plays a lot of games. Sixty is a lot though. Something we haven't seen in a long time. But it's possible. Who's my who's a, my AL MVP, Bo Bichette. I, I I can see that. Respectable, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm only saying that because I, I got him on my fantasy team. I need him <laughs> to do good. Um, all right, National League. I'll start in the National League there, Trevor. Let me just scroll down on my computer here. My National League seeds. I have Dodgers 1, Braves 2, Brewers 3, Padres 4. Um, I'm sorry, I changed that. Giants 4. Mets five, Cardinals six. Okay, I have Dodgers one, mm-hmm. Braves two, okay. Brewers three. I have Padres first wild card, <clears throat> Mets second wild card, Giants third wild card. Okay. So my, I'll go. I'll I'll read you my playoffs. All right. So wild card series: Cardinals versus Brewers and Mets versus Giants. I'll take the Cardinals over the Brewers and the Mets over the Giants. Then in my divisional series, the Cardinals versus Dodgers, I'll take the Cardinals. And the Mets versus the Braves, I'll take the Braves. NLCS, Cardinals versus Braves. The Cardinals will represent the National League in the World Series there, Trevor. Wow. I realize I didn't do my AL yet, but I'll do it at the end. All right, what's your um, NL look like? Um, I got Brewers over the Giants in the wild card mm-hmm. and Mets over the Padres in the wild card. Okay. NLDS, by the way, I think it's going to go head-to-head. I think the Mets absolutely have a legit shot to knock off the Dodgers, but I think the Dodgers just uh, hold on and, and win the DS. And I got Braves over Brewers. And in the NLCS, I got the Dodgers over the Braves. Dodgers in the World Series. Dodgers versus White Sox. Yep. Uh, do you want to say the prediction for a second, or do you want to say it now? Save the prediction. All right. So I didn't read you my AL, so I'll just go back and do that real quick. My American League. Um. Astros 1, Blue Jays 2, White Sox 3, Rays 4, Yankees 5, Mariners 6. So my wild card series, Mariners versus White Sox, I'll take the Mariners. Yankees versus Rays, I'll take the Yankees. Divisional series, Mariners versus Blue Jays, I'll take the Mariners. Yankees versus Astros, I'll take the Astros. ALCS, Mariners versus Astros, I'll take the Astros. So I have Cardinals versus Astros in the World Series. Do you want me to read mine first? You go ahead. I have... Trevor, my dream will come true. Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, one last ride. They will defeat the Houston Astros in seven games. Joe, that's certainly a very bold prediction. Yup. It's destiny, and man. Normally, normally it's my <clears throat> bold predictions here. Yep. <laughs> I took I took, I took your spotlight. <laughs> um, I got the Dodgers beating the White Sox in the loss. You, have, I... you got any game predictions? Yeah, Dodgers and six. Dodgers and uh, six. All right. Um, I just think they're too good of a team to to lose. They're like so that, good. Again, they 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 might be the best baseball team we've ever seen. It's they. Well, who's your NL MVP? My like... NL MVP. It will remain in Philadelphia. Bryce Harper. Well, Joe, I'm gonna give you a, 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 a an absolute flyer. All right. I'm going to go Francisco Lindor. Wow. Where is your Met hate at? Um, I'm telling you, Joe, I think he's going to have a big, big year. I just think settling in, second year in New York, Joe, big, big year. 
I think Francisco Lindor takes the MVP. That is shocking to me, Trevor. That's the that's the boldest take I've heard all, all day. So write it down. Uh, everybody who said the Mets eight can shut up right now. The ones they uh, wrote down were Texas at eighty seven, and um, Lindor and MVP. I just want to make sure there's no Mets fan like holding a gun to your head making you say this, right? No, nah. uh, I just, just want to make sure you're safe. <laughs> well, the only. The only I did put a little hit in there saying that the Dodgers are gonna still yes I mean it's 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 pretty accurate they're probably gonna yeah and I did say that the Mets are not gonna win the division oh (laughs) it's true it's very true Trevor anything else want to add before the season begins um oh that's Joe I think it's gonna be both New York teams should be good yep um. You know, but you're that's a bold by the way, that's a very bold prediction. I had one, Francisco Lindor. Yep. That's bold right there. Cardinals winning the winning the uh World Series. And you had the Braves beating the Dodgers in the uh NL. I did. Well why? What was your reasoning behind that? I did the Bra- I'm sorry, I had the Dodgers beating the Braves. Dodgers beat the Braves. Dodgers beat the Braves. Sorry, I just took over that. Um, Braves are still a good team though. The Dodgers is better. But I I would say that would be a fun um That'd be a fun series. Oh yeah. By the way, I'll, I'll say this right now. I hate this playoff format with the with, the, with one division winner playing a series against a wild card team. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of playoffs. They should have just added an extra wild card game. Six plays five, and the winner plays four. That's what I would have did. So Joe would have done that. Joe, you watching your uh, Nets right now? I was about to say that this is getting close. They were down twenty at one. They were down seventeen. I'm sorry. They were down seventeen at one point. And they're going to be in a play in there, Joe. What do you think about that? That's going to be nervous as all hell. I was going to say, uh, Lakers Mariners suck. And... So you know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mariners and Twins postponed tomorrow. So. Yes. So, by the way, opening day doesn't start till 2.20 tomorrow mm-hmm. because of one. Well, so. We also got two opening days. But to me, it's only one. It's going to be weird, but I only got one. Yeah. But Brewers and Cardinals tomorrow. Uh, Brewers and Cubs tomorrow, Joe. That kicks off the. Uh, the season at Wrigley. At Wrigley, Joe, I I I'm, I can't wait. I'm I'm certainly going to be watching. Well, you'll be watching that game. I will be watching that game, Joe. I think it's so so exciting. Opening yep. day. Yes, sir. Um, I think there actually was one spring training game today. <laughs> there was. I watched in, in class today. The 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 Phillies beat the the Rays nine to one. I think. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch. It I was playing in Tropicana though. Right? I lo- I always watch the last spring training game. Always watch it. Always yep. watch it. Before we get yeah. out of here, Trevor, I do want to say one final farewell to one of my favorite things in baseball that we will not have this year. I think it's proper we send a final farewell to the pitcher hitting in the National League. And it was one of my favorite things. Baseball will never be the same without it again. From the Bartolo Colon home runs to every single exciting double switch that I got to see over the 16 years or 17 years that I got to watch baseball. I will always remember the pitcher hitting. And oh, these rules suck. I hate it. But, Trevor, enjoy your opening day tomorrow. All eyes will be on Wrigley Field at 220, along with the Mets at 7 o'clock, with no Max Scherzer, which is a disgrace. But for now, I'm Joe Morales. That's Trevor Markowski. This has been the MDM Podcast. Long live the pitcher hitting.